I'm going to invite Paul and Becky to come up and join us. And it's a, a class on financial foundations. I'm going to give this to you guys. And here, here's the deal. And this is, I, I want to highlight um, something that really doesn't even have anything to do with financial foundations. And it's, and it's this. It's initiative. And it's the initiative of Irvin. If you know Irvin, where's Irvin? Raise your hand. Yeah. Oh. He's the good-looking guy in the green. He's right there. And you need to... Go say hi. Anyways, what the deal is with Irvin, Irvin said, you know what? One of the things I'm passionate about is, is thinking about how we, how we think about money, especially as followers of Jesus. And he said, well, what could we do? And so we went back and forth. And I, I kind of, you know, I asked him to do some things. And part of it, I said, Irvin, you're a smart guy, but you've got to get people who are smarter than you. Uh, and so I said, why don't you go ta- talk to Paul and Becky? And uh, let's begin to put together and think about a class in which we can begin to, to provide some uh, kind of foundational work around how do we handle our finances well, because this is absolutely a discipleship issue. It's not an issue of, uh, it's, not a, it's not kind of, side, here we go, we, got, we keep Jesus over here, and then we have our finances on the side. No, they go hand in hand. And too often what we do is we uh, kind of turn a blind eye to finances, and they kind of get run on their own. Uh, sometimes in disastrous situations, into disastrous situations. Um, the second thing I ask people to do that I, that I uh, uh, say that I'm going to officiate their marriage, I say, you've got to go talk to a financial counselor, of which Paul and Becky are a couple. In fact, I'll just tell you right now, I actually tell them to go see you guys. So if you're stacked up, it's my fault. Um, and it's because um, we've got to tackle this thing head on instead of hoping that money will work itself out. Let's take it head on. Anyways, I want... Paul and Becky are, are working with Irvin uh, and others to put on uh, what's called Financial Foundation. It's going to be a couple of classes, and I want, I want you to hear from them because uh, I'm excited that they're doing this, mostly because years ago I actually sat down, uh, down in Costas, uh, and we talked about this. And, we're, and ever since then, I've thought, these are awesome people, and I've got to figure out how to connect them uh, with Convergence. So I'm glad we have the opportunity now. But um, would you just share a little bit? Why, why are you involved with financial counseling? What, why is this important, important to you? Okay. Well, the first thing I'll do is I'll just give you a 60-second you know, summation of my life. So about 17 years ago, I was sitting exactly where you guys are right now. I was in my church group, Young Professionals, but it was way smaller and infinitely less cooler than those spaces right now. So you should be very thankful what you have. But I had just graduated from college. I had an amazing job in my field, accounting, which was pretty a pretty big deal at the time because we were just exiting a pretty massive recession in our country. And finding a job in Texas was a very big deal. So here I am. I've graduated from college. I'm an accountant. I have my first grown-up apartment. I have amazing clothes in my closet. I'm driving a car. And everything just looks so awesome. And it was a complete sham. I had an incredible amount of loneliness in my life, even though everything on the surface looked so fantastic. And I had absolutely no one I could talk to. I didn't have my family. I didn't have any of my friends. And I really felt like there wasn't anyone in the church that I could go to and talk about it. I decided to self-medicate my loneliness with lots and lots of shopping. And I'm probably the only person in the room who's ever done that. But that was my drug of choice with shopping. And I thought, you know, I've been a pretty smart girl up to now. I'm sure this whole finance thing will just sort itself up, sort itself out the older I get. Well, to prove that problems just fester as you grow older if you don't attend to them, um, kind of fast forward seven years later to about ten years ago, 
And here I am sitting again in my very grown-up apartment, but this time with tears running down my face. We were going through yet another recession in this country, and I was scared. I knew that it was any day now I could be losing my job, and I didn't have anything to fall back on. I remember sitting in the middle of the floor, it was about midnight, and the Bible was open to my favorite verse, which is when Abraham's servant goes to find Isaiah a wife, or sorry, um, Isaac a wife, other eye. And um, he's going to find Rebecca, and Rebecca's trotting around, you know, filling up, you know, jars with water, and there's a camel in the background somewhere. And I remember thinking, life was so much simpler 5,000 years ago. The only people you could tell who were rich, they had a camel. You know, mm-hmm. Rebecca and the other women had a some sort of toga garment. Maybe they had to change of clothes. Maybe they didn't. And why can't life be that simple? Why is my life so complicated with all these credit cards and RIP payments? And I don't know the latest version of Excel and all that. But what I was really nervous about and what I really prayed for is why can't God send someone to rescue me? Why can't he send his servant to come and rescue me from this impossible situation I was in with over $25,000 of credit card debt and a layoff notice looming before me. Paul, what about you? Uh, my story goes back just a, a few more years than, than Rebecca's, and it actually goes back to a 60 Minutes uh, presentation. This would have been 1991, so I can really date myself. And they were doing a, a session, and they had a roundtable. It must have been about 12, 13 people. And I was watching it, and I was about 24, 25 years old, and I, and I thought it was kind of interesting because they – they all look like me 20 years in the future. Every single one was a professional. Every single one had gone to college. Everyone had a good job. And he sat around and he asked each one of these people, tell me your story. And they stood up and said, my name is John. I have sent out 250 resumes. I am still unemployed. I have a master's degree in business. I have a mortgage I can't pay and kids in college. I don't know if I can continue one after another. And I thought, no, wait a minute. These aren't blue-collar workers. You know, this is 91. I'm thinking only blue-collar workers went through this, not white-collar workers. So there must be something wrong. He went round the table. Everybody, and again, you could play this again today, just as you could play it again in 1991. And I woke up and went, oh, my gosh, I just saw my future, and I don't like it. Mm -hmm. My future had someone else in control of my life. And so I vowed then and there that I would do what it would take to make sure that I had financial freedom so that I could focus on what was important in my life. And what it led me to, to believe is that as you read the Bible and as God talks about being good stewards of our financial resources, unfortunately, most people don't know what that means or how to do it. And as we've sat through the financial counseling ministry, we have talked to people who are college students, college, recent college graduates, all the way up to people that are your parents or your grandparents. We have seen what happens when people are not good stewards of their financial resources. Believe me, the problem, A, does not go away, and B, begins to manifest itself so that that is all that people can focus on. We have watched people come in that are married that will not look at each other because this has become central to their life, and it is what they argue about. It is what they talk about. We have watched people cry. We have watched people break down. We have watched lives impacted. And one of the things that we feel so passionately about is since the education system in this country doesn't do a very good job of teaching good financial principles and being a good steward, oftentimes our parents don't, in part because they don't know. And we said, look, we've got to do it one at a time 
and sit down and start to change people's lives so that you can focus on what is truly important in your life, not this. But, but mark my words, if you do not deal with it, if you put it in a corner and assume it will deal with itself, it will become a bigger and bigger problem, and then that will be what you are dealing with. So you can deal with it on your terms yeah. or, on, or on someone else's. So that's really what has, has driven us one at a time, one person at a time, so that you are not the person sitting around crying. You're not the one person who's struggling. You've got it figured out. This is a good opportunity um, just to highlight, and, and folks can talk to you about financial counseling, that we that have it. It's a free service. Um, it's available to people. Uh, Paul and Becky can connect you with financial counselors um, if you would like that. But this is an opportunity for just for three weeks to take a more proactive sort of stance and just make sure we're, we're heading in the right direction. So just real briefly, over the three weeks, I know that we're, there's going to be some dinner. We're going to have some pizza. Uh, it's, the idea is that it's more, a little bit more of a roundtable. But just tell us some of the things you're going to hit You're going to hit on. We're going to start off with Irvin's cooking dinner, so it ought to be pretty good. <laughs> Ooh, dangerous. Okay, never mind about the dinner part. So we, we, we picked three weeks, and, and obviously you could, this topic could, could take a lot longer than three weeks. But we wanted to highlight topics and areas we thought would be most relevant and important to you. So we're going to start off on week one with God and money and why is it important. We're going to talk about the dreaded D word on debt. And we're going to talk about spending plans and sort of getting goals and objectives. Week number two, we will focus on investments, every question, everything you ever wanted to know about, everything from mutual funds, bonds, 401K, all the way through insurance. And then we will wrap up finalizing the spending plans and also talk about real estate, rent versus buy, uh, and those type of issues. So we really want it to be a forum where you come and ask questions. We do better off of a QA. and a uh, You've heard enough lectures in your life to last you a lifetime. So we want to, we want to turn this into a Q&A and really make sure we hit the points that are most relevant to you. But that's the general plan for the three weeks. Great. Well, thank you so much for being here. Paul and Becky are going to be in the back. They're going to be at the table just in the, uh, right in the center here. Um, get down your information, and then they can uh, be in contact with you as it, as it goes on. Irvin will be in the back. So if you have any questions whatsoever, please uh, come and talk to them. Uh, they've graciously said that they'll, they would stick around tonight. So thank you for uh, being here. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for the work that you uh, do with folks as well. Thank you. Um, yeah, let's give them a hand.